nothing worked. And I just shut up. And seeing the look on his face when he saw fireworks for the first time, guys, mm. ever in his life, I was there because I shut up and I let the kid be himself and just be for a moment. I think this is such a critical part of starting to create consistently because if you don't measure correctly, you're going to find that roadblock very quickly. It's going to come like a wall into your face and you got to make sure that you're prepped for that. You build a relationship with your ideal prospect when it's convenient for them. The biggest issue in business is that the business owner thinks that the client has to buy on their time frame. And that's misconception number one. We've got hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. Where we talk about entrepreneurship, mindset, and of course, how to turn your content into profit. But most importantly, we're here to have a good time with you. So go to contentsprofit.com and join the community. That's right. That is right. Wow. And today, we have an incredible guest. I'm at... I'm very excited. He is extremely knowledgeable. Yes. And he's very wise looking. You're going to you're going to see what I'm talking he also, about. He also has a, a, a new nickname today. Uh yeah. A new nickname today. A new nickname. <laughs> yep, yep. But guys, uh, even more importantly, we're going to be talking all about launching and promoting a podcast while becoming the authority in the market. That's right. Sounds like that. Sounds hashtag juicy, juicy. Hashtag juicy, juicy. That's right. And if you are enjoying this show every single week, go mm -hmm. ahead and follow it in your favorite platforms because every Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturday, these episodes are dropping on your phone as soon as Fonzie hits that publish button, <laughs> which, by the way, he's been doing so good. <laughs> so good. So good. Appreciate the compliment. <laughs> and if today's guest helped you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode and... And follow Condon is Profit. It's Monday, baby, and you know what that means. Another guest, another gem. Today's guest is here to enlighten your journey to better podcasting. Ooh, that is right. Today's guest not only has over 350 podcasts to his name. I gotta say podcast <laughs> episodes to his name. But he has been responsible for the production of over 4,000 episodes mm. podcasting royalty <laughs> that's right he's also the founder of proud mouth he helps the world experts from sales what you hold on yeah Fonzie, what's this yeah i i, I definitely i definitely mistyped mis mis that he's <laughs> like he helps the world experts can escape sales wow yeah uh, i i definitely mistyped that one in there <laughs> <laughs> i'm the creator of a pot rocket academy which will help you launch your podcast and become the go-to authority in your market. Hashtag juicy, juicy. Please welcome host of the top advisor marketing podcast, your friendly neighborhood podcasting expert and contender for best beard of the year, Matt Halloran. Oh, that's awesome, man. Thank you, guys. How you doing, Matt? Welcome, Matt. <laughs> Good. Wow. Look, I'm I'm red. You guys got me <laughs> blushing already. I'm not even been on the camera yet. Goodness gracious. Uh, uh, I think that's makeup because, you know, when we talked about it, like, you're like, this is camera. You know, I'm, I'm ready for camera 24-7, man. And that's what content creators need to do today. I love it, Matt. Uh, we connected through a common friend. And, uh, you know, we've been on a couple of calls. And what you guys do is so incredible. And uh, you, you have been just so kind with all the information that you've shared. And it's, it's just been a blast, man. And that's what content is supposed to be. So uh, for those that don't know you, uh, you want to share a little bit of your story, kind of like how you got started with your company that you have today and, sure. and your journey publishing. 
So, uh, so I got behind the radio when I was uh, behind the microphone. I was 13. Uh, my high school actually had a radio station and it was, my name was Madman Matt Halloran. <laughs> and, uh, I remember getting off the first show guys and I ran into my advisor's office and I was like, okay, I know what I want to be when I grow up. <clears throat> she said, yeah, find another job. <laughs> I was 13, man. I was like, my first dream was totally destroyed at 13. So anyway, uh, long and winding road, blah, blah, blah. Not going to go through. So about six years ago, I met with my current partner. Uh, he's been a marketing and branding consultant for a long time. And I was a practice management consultant mm. for a long time. And we realized that experts don't want to be told what to do. They want trusted people to do it for them all surrounding marketing and client communication. So that's when we built Proudmouth. We built, uh, basically it's a turnkey system for mm -hmm. experts. We specifically work with financial services professionals, estate planning attorneys, uh, and accountants. So kind of, you know, boring people to be brutally <laughs> honest right uh but it's amazing how many of them have amazing personalities and it comes out during their show and we take their podcast we do lots of stuff with it which i'm sure we can talk more about so that's who we are and that's what we've been doing that's amazing so I found it very interesting here in the u.s we're from venezuela so that's why i say here in the u.s you know um that i love that they have these like school radios all these things right to i guess like I don't know if it's just hobbies, but I, I see all these kids growing up very passionately in very different fields. Um, we didn't really have that back at home, mm. but I personally feel like if we would have a multimedia studio at the school, <laughs> we would have been all over it. So I'm curious, like, what about that experience was it that caught your attention? The love for speaking in the mic, sharing your message, right? I had a lot to do with the room, man. It's like there's this level of quiet in a studio, which might seem strange, but the minute you take your headphones off, it's like, it's soundproof. <laughs> and there was just this feeling that I was like, all of this equipment, this warm equipment is like hugging me the whole time. And it just, it felt right, dude. I don't really know if I can elaborate yeah. it on anymore. It's just, you know, when you, you, we were, I was listening to you guys you guys played you played soccer this weekend right you've been you've been on the pitch right and you've run around and all of a sudden you know you're in the zone right mm -hmm. you're like damn i'm just gonna kill i'm you know score goal do whatever you're gonna do right that's how i felt behind the microphone i felt like i was born to do this um and i just can't believe that a <laughs> long time later uh that i actually get to do this for a living yeah that's awesome that that feels like runner's high type of thing that you're running and then all of a so sudden i think it's serotonin just yeah. like kicks in yeah and you're just in the zone. I, and that's absolutely amazing. I, I really identify with that feeling because, uh, you know, people, you know how people say like, hey, I hear my voice in the mic and it's, I'm so embarrassed or whatever. Like they, they do not expect that, you know. So I think that was the, the comment that we that we heard the most. And I remember the first time we got these babies right here, you know, uh, almost 300 episodes ago. And uh, we spoke. We're trying to catch up to you, man. We're trying to catch up. Yeah, yeah. We're we're eh, halfway there. Um. Anyways, so the first time we we spoke on these things, and then we heard that recording back, or we heard ourselves like through the headphones. I'm like, this is so awesome. My voice is so good. I feel great. <laughs> and it was like so opposite to what a lot of people that come into our world 
start thinking and uh you know it was a very similar feeling it was not a studio but it was Fonzie's room but we had a couple cameras we had the 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 equipment that we have on the table right now yeah. and it, it was it, it looked like a porn set not gonna lie it was yeah my, my girlfriend was afraid <laughs> when she walked in i was like babe it's a podcast i promise yeah podcast uh, <laughs> but if you're right not the porn set the <laughs> the equipment the podcasting equipment so i really relate how can people like starting their journey how can they like mimic that right for mm -hmm. example because a lot of people starting to create content uh, feel a fear and, and it's a legit fear it's maybe fear for yeah. to the unknown maybe because uh, misinformation I don't know how to tackle this situation right? very self-conscious too in a way I feel like yeah so how can people find their footing and start enjoying the process of creation well I actually think that you have to want first off there has to be a really strong desire to get your voice out into your into the world right and i i there are a lot of people guys that's just not their thing right they yep. they are much more introverted they're they would like to write or maybe they like shooting videos we firmly believe that you have to find the medium or the media that you love to be involved with in order to get your thought leadership out for, for us, it's podcasting. I know a bunch of video people. I know blogging people. I know all of the, but for us, it's really that, but, but so that's yeah. step number one is you have to have a strong desire to do that. But step number two is you just gotta start. I don't know if you guys listen back to your first few episodes, but you are so much better now than you were when you started. We sucked guys. Oh, it was <laughs> yeah. brutal. So and bad. now where we've gotten with all of our processes and how I interview people and the equipment and the post-production and it just is going to evolve. So yeah, you have yeah. to kind of embrace that suck at the beginning and realize that you're going to get better, but you have to start. That's the most important possible thing. And you can start, and I don't have all of my props ready. I apologize. <laughs> the old Apple earbuds, you remember those things, the little microphone in the middle? Yeah. It, that right there, that microphone is more than good enough. If you guys watch TikTok, so almost every creator is holding that mic up. Do you yep. know why? Because it sounds freaking awesome. Yeah. Right? You don't mm -hmm. have to have five, six, $700 microphones in order to start your podcast. Absolutely. You just have to start podcasting. Ah, yeah, that that's very. Uh, you mentioned something that we've kind of discussed on a previous episode with a different guest, and I want to see your take on this because there's a lot of hype around podcasting right now. And you said the person needs to have a strong desire and they need to enjoy the medium that they're going to, you know, be on a lot of the time. So, in this world where you know let's say the B2B world where businesses are trying to obviously sell their products, uh, sell their services. Would you consider that podcasting is a good solution for everybody, right? Like does everybody needs podcasting? Like what, what is your point of view with, I guess, B2B podcast marketing? It's going to end up being table stakes, guys. <clears throat> Here's the problem. It's so funny to me because people will say, Matt, there's too many podcasts out there. But they never say that about video. They never say that mm -hmm. about blogs. They never say mm -hmm. that about websites. Everybody got a freaking website, right? So so why are we singling out podcasts? It's because people think it's very difficult and they don't understand really the power. So here's the thing. B2B is our fastest growing area of our business. Mm -hmm. So we have clients that do B2C, so direct to consumer business. But most of our new businesses come in that's B2B because people listen to, on average, six different podcasts a week yep. right and they're looking for your expertise that's why people are listening to your show they want to know what you know and the more transparent you can be with that the better off you can be yeah. i think what i would really um challenge everybody on is the frequency 
because I don't believe that everybody should be podcasting every week. I don't believe everybody should be podcasting every day. I don't think people should be podcasting twice a month. You can have a run rate that's doable for you, especially if they use your guys' services or stuff that we offer, which is to create more content based off yeah. of that ex original content. Then that podcast has a lot longer life. Mm. Oh, that, that's so powerful, right? Because when I remember when we first started, we're like, we're debating, like, how often do we do this? Like, and, and you start trying to Google, like, how many times is the best podcast or blah, blah, blah. And like, you get answers from all all the sides, right? Like as frequent as possible or, you know, once a week or whatever, right? And the answer for us, and I think this is going to help a lot of people out there, was as frequently as we were able to execute, right? So we were coming from... Uh, well, the first, the, the porn sets like scenario, uh, the, the, the cadence was uh, about once a week. So we recorded about five episodes. Guess how many of those, uh, you know, were out in the, or are, are out in the light? Zero. Because there's a lot of friction in the post-production. So we couldn't keep up with the cadence of production at the time, right? And we are like, okay, we got to rethink this. A year mm -hmm. later, right, after a, a few episodes that happened, we committed to do it live because it's very low friction to to produce it, right? We had the equipment because we invested in it a, a year earlier, but we decided to go three times a week. Why? Because at the our business at that time was going through a very rough patch, which we literally had about 60 days of runway. And we're like, if we don't execute something differently now, we're ruined. That's it. Like there, there's like, we're going to have to go get the job and do the other things that we don't want to do. Yeah. And the show really was a vehicle to yeah. multiply those opportunities. Right. Like, and, and that's how we stumbled into that B2B concept behind the show and the two sided platform, right? The back end where you build these relationships and then the front end, uh, that you develop this audience. And then two years later we have, yeah. we're about to announce something that's really huge on that side. But on the back end, it's so, so important. We kind of like run into it after executing consistently. We're like, we shorten that like learning curve by producing that. And that's why we stuck to that. But I, I love the fact that you bring this up too, because there's no, I personally don't think that there's perfect formula for like, you just got to create consistently yeah. over a period of time. So what, what are some examples that you've seen probably in your industry, right? On people that, what are, uh, do you, do you guys stick to a cadence? Have you guys seen many, many, many formats? What are some of the most like different, maybe fun formats that you guys have seen? Well, so we work with very, very specific professionals who are trying to communicate really complex stuff. So fun, I don't know. <laughs> hey, I mean, to that market. Like you guys were like mixing music and stuff at the beginning. <laughs> uh, so cadence wise, so I can answer that for you. So uh, most people start off, most of our businesses start off with two podcasts a month. That's the run rate that we recommend. It's doable, it's aggressive, uh, and it keeps you accountable. Uh, we have started offering one podcast a month uh, just because that's what some people can tolerate whether that's budget or time. Um, but it's crazy, guys. If they start at one podcast a month, they bump to two, usually within three months. Mm. And then some of our clients now are doing weekly podcasts, uh, which it took them probably nine to 12 months to get really dialed into their topic, their format, and all of that sort of stuff. But once they got it dialed in, because we have all of our back end dialed in, we can execute whatever you want. They mm. needed to be able to execute. And once they got that, yeah, they're they're going weekly. Love it. Interesting. How, how can someone either measure their capacity to decide what is the right frequency for them, right? Uh, how, yeah, how do you determine that, right? Because we have something that we came across recently, not, not so recently, a few months ago, that has become really part of our uh, learning process. Before, we would 
try to find other people's house, right? Like, how do they do this? Let me try to do it over here. Guess what? They have different capacity. They have different resources and it won't work the same for you. And I feel that that's how we got to so many roadblocks. Yeah. Got to a moment where we decided, hmm, what is our, what is our capacity? What are the resources that we have? And with information that we've learned, can we craft our own how? And I think that is extremely important when it comes to podcasting, right? You were, you were talking about it. It's, it's not kind of like a one size fits all type of thing. So how does somebody go about measuring what is that frequency that they can stick to and be consistent? Because that's the most important part at the end of the day. Well, so we've done, as you had said in the opening, we've done over 4,000 episodes and over 50,000 social media posts. And so we kind of tried to learn from things, guys. <laughs> like we're like, hey, let's deconstruct this, right? And so when it's, as we deconstructed it, here's what we figured out. So if, you, if you're going to work with like you guys or us, so professional people who help create content, per chunk of content, so for 30 minutes of content, you need at the beginning about two hours of time. And now I'll break that down very quickly. So the first thing is coming up with what in God's name you're going to talk about. The second thing is pregame. Like, what do you do to warm up? Right. Uh, this is a show, which means you got to be ready. Jazz hands, get your voice ready, get your mind ready, get everything set. Right. You got to be ready to show, yeah. you know, Fonzie, you don't go play soccer and not stretch out, dude. Like if you do, you're going to be pulling a hammy. You're going to be hurting first and before the first half's you, over. Right. You just hit a spot right there. I literally <laughs> li li like two months ago, I, I injured my calf literally yeah. because of that. Yeah. Well, and this is no different guys. Right. So, so then you have to bring that into account the actual recording time. Right. So that's important. Our, you know, the ideal podcast link based off Triton research is 27 minutes. And so we strive for all of our clients to do anywhere between 20 and 30 minute shows. And then they have to review the material. So uh, even if you're outsourcing that, you still want to yeah. make sure that it sounds like you, it's communicating what you're communicating in the show. So that two hours is how we allocate it. So Fonzie, to answer your question, you have to look at how much you want to do, how many places you want to do it if you're outsourcing yeah. it. Because here's the deal. You can just get behind your phone and, and hit record and do a podcast. Mm -hmm. That's one out of 40 steps that we have in order to execute a successful podcast. 40, right? So you can just do one of 40. That's fine. But yeah, you're really going to be spending a lot of your time doing that, which is why you guys exist too, right? I mean, you guys help speed that whole process up because you guys got wicked systems in the back end. I yeah. oh, this this is so good because mm -hmm. like uh, I go back to the beginning, right? I and uh, we rented our office and we go to the office, right? And we had this little table in the corner, and uh, then we're like, okay, podcast time, you know, we're we're gonna go live at you know four thirty, right? And then you know four fifteen comes along, we're setting up and the whole thing, and then four forty five comes along, and then five, you're like, oh crap, we're going live at five fifteen p.m. Okay, le lesson learned, we gotta like prep, and it got to the point where what happened was we just we're leaving our set as is, right? And literally the only thing that we got to connect to the computer is a roadcaster and literally press the red button and that's it, right? Because with the lessons, like, okay, we prep ahead of time. We have a cheat sheet. Like we have these questions that people answer be, be, you know, before time. Sometimes, you know, Fonzie is a, is a great mind that works on the intros, right? So we're like, okay, what is the time allocated for that? If you have a team, what is the what is the time that your team has to allocate or that by when do you have to do it? It's all these pieces, like you said, in your process, 40 steps, that's no joke. 
joke, right? So when people try to execute themselves, I think this is such a critical part of starting to create consistently because if you don't measure correctly, you're going to find that roadblock very quickly. It's going to come like a wall into your face and you got to make sure that you're prepped for that. So it, how we solved it was we removed friction, right? Like we, we don't, like we just have the setup. All we got to do is connect the computer and that's it. And as you start executing, if you're doing it yourself, you're going to start finding these things. Make sure like, Add them into a list, write them down and make sure that you have them ready for the next time. If you have the resources, if you're a bigger company, if you're B2B, like, you know, the people that you work with, Matt, uh, or the people that we work with, right? Make sure that you allocate those resources correctly so you can save a lot of time. It's like uh, when we work with Greg, this CMO, incredible person, incredible company, they have about 80 employees, right? He was investing about like eight hours a week trying to figure out content, just figuring it out. And you're like, what? And uh, what we gave him back was time. He now, it, at the time, was like four hours a month. And just with that piece of information, it was like, I'm done. Let's do it, right? Um, so time is super valuable as you move forward and even at the be very beginning, right? So I think that's a very important lesson. Yeah, but I, I want to transition a little bit towards your mission because it, it did caught my attention, right? And I know I, I actually missed a word when I was typing the intro there and then I set my brother up for failure. Uh, it was on purpose. But, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the mission that you shared was pretty much uh, let me see if I can find it here to do to, to, uh, help get help the word experts kind of like escape sales. Is that correct? Well, it's to free the world's experts from the torment of sales. That's correct. There we go. Free the world's experts from the torment of sales. I love that. Right. Because in so many people's minds, selling is very scary. Right. And so people, a lot of people perceive it as very sketchy. Um, I was one of those. So why is podcasting because I'm get, I'm guessing you're using podcasting as a medium to whether build relationships you know X y and C I, I, I want you to share that with me so I don't want to like paint any any images but why is it so powerful to move on beyond the let's call it the typical definition of selling right why is it so powerful for for b2b? you build a relationship with your ideal prospect when it's convenient for them. The biggest issue in business is that the business owner thinks that the client has to buy on their time frame. And that's misconception number one. You need to create your content and have that relationship building component when it is convenient and easy for your ideal prospect to consume your content. And the, you have to figure out where that is. Hey guys, just for you know, sometimes podcasting isn't the right thing, right? Maybe it's a three minute TikTok video, or maybe it's an Instagram reel or a, a Pinterest board. I don't care what it is, but you have to meet your ideal prospect where they're at yeah. with organic content, right? that's shared with them when it's convenient for them to consume. If you do that, then you're not selling. So I'll give you a couple of quick examples. We, we have such a structured format for our podcast for podcasts like one, two, three, four, five, that the first few podcasts do all of the selling for you. And then you get into other content. So number one, you have to build a relationship with your ideal prospect. So we make them tell the story. Who are you? Why do I care? Why? What's in it for me? Right? Why are you doing what you're doing? And you better have a compelling story because if you don't, you're a schmuck and I don't want to listen anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, then number two, what is the client experience like? What is it like to work with me? Number three, 
Who works with me? Why don't we just tell people that? I don't understand why you just don't say, hey, I work with financial services professionals who generally been in the business for over 20 years, who have advanced designations, who have over uh, $100, $100 million assets under management, right? Which if you're in financial services, you know what all of those things mean. But I'm speaking to my audience there and yeah. we are unapologetic yeah. about it. So, um, so what happens is this, people call you pre-sold. So my sales process when we first started was seven to 10 phone calls, seven to 10, where I was taking an seven to 10 hours of my time explaining to people who we are, what we did and why it was it important? Why do they need to write me a check? Mm -hmm. It's three now. Yeah. Incredible. That's, a that's massive unbelievably win. efficient. That's a massive as win. That yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, I, I love the way you position your, yourself proud mouth. Right. And I've also noticed that you have a second podcast, right? So it's not just the top advisor marketing, That's right. but you have, um, what is the name of the other one? Sorry. Be Your Own Loud. Be Your Own Loud is our second podcast. Be Your Own Loud. So is there a reason why you have two different podcasts, right? It is. So, so the top advisor marketing podcast, the reason why that's where it is because that's our ideal target market, right? We work with financial services professionals, really experts in financial services. That's what our bread and butter is. But then we started realizing that, you know what? Um, what is the most important thing for anybody to create amazing content is unapologetically being themselves. So we call it be your own loud, mm. right? What do you need to do to be your own loud? And the only way you can be loud without contributing to the noise, which another one of our big slogans here is to help people rise above the noise, is you have to unapologetically be yourself because the minute that you're you, you have no competition because there is no other you. And so we built the 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 Beer on Loud podcast. We did it actually to learn how to stream. Uh, so we were streaming using Restream uh, was the program that mm. we were using. Uh, we still do uh, some of them. In fact, we just released one. I had a guy who sang, by the way, I was crazy. Uh, <laughs> he's a, a musician. He was oh, so good. We had the Port Laureate of Georgia on, on the podcast. But the reason why we bring these people on the Be Your Own Loud podcast is very explicitly, they have to have given themselves permission through usually a major life event, just so mm -hmm. you know, um, that allowed them to say, you know what? this is who I am. Yeah. Take me or leave me. I'm going to be me. And all of a sudden they saw their business explode. Yeah. That, that what you just mentioned right now, having gone through a major kind of like life event, I feel that is a trigger for multiple people. And we've kind of noticed this as a trend and we've made that question plenty of times in the past, which is, do you believe that somebody has to go through that to make that change? Right. It is, it's very, I found it extremely interesting. We've been diving a lot into like identity, right? Like, okay, we're operating in a certain way. And if we want to achieve X, Y, and C, we need to look ourselves with in a different identity at all. We need to operate over there, right? It's not like, oh, I want that thing. Because immediately you're telling yourself that you're probably not worthy at that moment. Mm -hmm. And to make that change kind of like consistent, I've heard plenty of times that you need those major life events to happen. Now, that being said, have you had one of those major lives events? Oh, my God. I've had so yours. many freaking Ponzi, dude. I mean, we don't have enough time. Um, <laughs> the, so, be the beer uh, was, was one, in, like one that you woke up and it was like perfect beard. So, so um, here, here's one of the ones that really, truly made me realize the power of shutting up. Hmm. which is funny because I'm a professional podcast host, as yeah. you guys are, I, you know, and I, I teach people how to podcast, but listening was the most important thing okay so my wife and i worked at a place called boys town now boys town is a place in omaha nebraska for at-risk teenage boys 
Mm. And there's hundreds and hundreds of kids who go through this. We worked with 36 over five years, but we had just kind of been there for about a year. Uh, we had four kids at a time. These were really high rates of behavior, uh, like kids like screaming, yelling, throwing stuff at us all the time, whatever. That's just what our life was. We chose that, by the way. <laughs> um, and we were at the College World Series in Omaha, Nebraska, and this kid wouldn't move. All right. So it was the show, the the show, the because it was a show, it was baseball. But anyway, the baseball game was almost over, right? Yeah. And at the end, at every College World Series game, there's fireworks. And we wanted to get out of there because we had a bunch of at-risk, like mostly like real diagnosed ADHD kids. We wanted to get them out of there before everybody else started leaving. And so that we could go to a separate location to watch the fireworks, okay? This kid wouldn't move. Mm. So all of the people left, and I'm sitting there with this kid, and... He just wanted to see the fireworks. And I was using every tip, trick, behavioral technique, getting, you know, uh, I mean, we had scripts upon scripts to try to get these kids to do what we wanted. Nothing worked. Nothing worked. And I just shut up. And seeing the look on his face when he saw fireworks for the first time, guys, mm. ever in his life, I was there because I shut up and I let the kid be himself. And just be for a moment. That's the sort of stuff that makes you say, why am I trying to be like everybody else? Like Jesus, if I just did myself, if I just be with a person at that moment, you get to experience life-changing stuff. And I feel that's one of the greatest things about being a podcast host, Mm. interviewing people, because I get to witness that. If I shut up and I listen and I pay attention and I be present in that moment, freaking Mm. magic happens. And that's why we started the Be Your Own Law podcast. That's why you know, I've done over a thousand podcasts, guys. I mean, this is what I do. And I feel so absolutely yeah, lucky that so, I get to do it. So yeah. awesome. It is something. Uh, sorry, I'm, I feel like I'm taking over here. I'll, I'll, uh, you, I'll, I'll let you talk here in a little Fonzie bit. Has to choke the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so the, that is absolutely amazing. Recently, I've been talking to some people that I meet at the coffee shop. We call it coffee serendipity. And when they realized that I have a, that I, you know, host a podcast, they're like, wow, that is so cool. And then I was like, yes, <laughs> you know, and it's like, I mean, I get in the zone and I'm like, it's absolutely amazing. And then they usually ask like, well, like, how do you find these people, right? Like, what is it to talk to all these different types of people? And you're like, it's absolutely amazing. And it goes hand in hand with what you share, which is like, each person is like their own world and is amazing to just witness it to experience a little bit of their world right like you could tell right now i mean you you kind of your your voice broke in there a little bit oh, in that yeah, story dude, absolutely a little bit like the, the whole screen has like a crack stop talking dude i could have paid away and moved my camera and dried my eyes do that that's i've told that story a hundred times but yep. it's 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 because it was that impactful yeah right mm-hmm. and when you pay attention to life when you actually experience life, not try to arrive at death safely with no bumps or bruises. When you try to live life, crazy stuff like that happens. And it just, you have to be open and available to it. And I don't believe you can be somebody else and be true to those moments. Yeah, mm. I think obviously it's clear that that we love this medium, right? Like, and as you were sharing that story, incredible, powerful story too. And uh, it just, I wrote something down here, like uh, podcasting got us through the pandemic, right? Like it's like for us, 
like it meant it means so much like we've said multiple times like if everything has to go the show is the last thing to go like and it's like it's it's for real and uh, you know we've one of the things that we've struggled personally has been sticking with things for a long time or executing right like this thing and and the show is like this thing that continues to happen every single week multiple times a week and uh you know aside from the business it did save us it allowed us to build a team it allowed us to scale it allowed us to learn a ton of lessons we're still doing it you know we cycled massively last year like it was like it, it the the growth the personal growth and the business growth has been incredible but also it allows to connect with it really the people that we want to connect in the world right like whether that's business related or not and uh you know it's the last two years has been dark. We have family in Venezuela, for example, right? Like every single phone call that we that we have with them, it's a complaint fest, right? Like from from a couple of our family members, right? And and it's like, man, we we're there to listen and to absorb. And you know, sometimes we're like, hey, we don't really want to talk about this. What about the the positive things in the world, right? And the people that we've been able to connect and bring to the show because we have a platform because the power of the platform allows us to keep the eyes in what matters, which is the connections, the, the opportunities that we can create as an entrepreneur, right? So like, this is why we feel so passionate about this platform for everybody listening that if you're debating, like, should I do it? Should I not do it? Uh, if you are a business, should I do it? Yes, go ahead and do it. Go through the learning curve. Like we just gave you permission. Might just gave you permission to do one episode a month. That's it. Like, and then speed up as you need because in the process, the process is what the is is where the gold is, right? Everything else is a consequence. And like personally, I wish I could just say this right now, but personally, like on the twenty third, we're about to prove to you that consistency pays off <laughs> big time. And not just that, but like in the process, we've been able to build incredible relationships. I remember, like Katie, my wife. <laughs> I don't know if this happened to you, but my wife goes like, "Hey, Luis, um, do you have friends? Because you know we were in college, and I was part of a fraternity. I was part of the soccer team, like." That we were, we will go out like there was a lot of people in our lives and as we graduate as we move on you know what what's been now like almost six seven seven years Before I don't do public maybe. math <laughs> uh, I don't do public math it's been a few years right uh, then you're like okay hey, people move away and you know the location it, it it's a different environment and I'm like. Yeah, I mean, we I have almost 300 incredible entrepreneurs that have been able to connect and we continue the relationship. And when we went to an event in Orlando a couple months ago, we literally sat, we, we like, we were talking behind cameras like that you do the the, the podcasting uh, when you travel as well, right? The travel setup. The travel setup. We were setting up and we had people that have been on the show come in, people from the audience that started coming in and we chatted for like, I, I think it was like six hours. We couldn't do the episode because we just kept seeing people and connecting and hugging and saying hi and how's your family and all these things and you feel so so good so the benefit apart from the business is so big and that's why we're su such a fan so man thank you for allowing me to like rant and, and just like <laughs> hug the, the hug the mic this time because it's so powerful and i feel like you feel the same love because at the end of the day we're all human beings and what we're doing here is like sharing those stories that makes us better every single day and if it we're the first audience members, right? Like everybody's like, I want to serve the audience. Well, serve yourselves first. And this is a great way to do it. Yeah. I think I have a new concept for a new t-shirt. Podcasting to make friends. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Matt, let, let's transition a little bit here to what you guys are building with Pot Rocket Academy. I'm very curious, obviously, because you're talking about launching and promoting podcasts and we geek on that stuff. So share, share a little bit on First, why did you guys decide to start that? 
right? What what was the need that you saw? Uh, I'm guessing you guys want to have more impact faster, right? Get to reach more people. But what is the kind of like the special sauce behind it? Why somebody would be interesting, interested, sorry, in Pod Rocket? Right. So, yeah, you really hit Fonzie. I mean, that was we realized that it, our core service is just not everybody can afford us. We're not right for everybody. We understand that. Um, and I was uh, years ago, I was being interviewed right away. Like early on, we were doing OPP, which is other people's podcast, which is a great technique uh, to grow your own podcast and grow your network, as you guys know. Um, and so the person said to me, you know more about podcasting or you've forgotten more about podcasting than I know. And I was like, well, first off, thanks. Secondly, I don't believe you. Third, this means something. So we decided that we were going to start distilling not just how to execute a podcast. So the Academy will teach you how to start your podcast, like everything, equipment, editing, programs, pre-production, post-production, graphic design, show notes, content creation, all of that sort of stuff. But then it also teaches you how to market your show. I don't think people really understand, especially in the B2B world, how powerful this medium can be to grow your actual business, to bring in new clients. If you do it correctly, it mm -hmm. is a wonderful way to fill up your pipeline. So we teach that too. We also teach some auxiliary stuff, right? We teach branding. Like we have some basic branding stuff because you guys, you're all over branding. You got the thing, <laughs> cool thing behind you. I mean, you guys got this super cool screen here that I'm on. You know, all of your stuff is very consistent Thank when you. it comes to branding. And that's really important. But not everybody knows that. Um, we also teach you how to get guests because that's one mm. of the greatest, you know, you built a whole podcast thing around this. How do you get guests? What do you do? How do you get them to show up? How do you get them to be prepared? You guys have some great stuff and I want everybody to hear this. So I've been on lots and lots and lots of shows. I will get, somebody will say, hey Matt, I want you on the show. We will show up to the recording thing. They are not prepared. They don't even know what they're gonna talk to me about and they think they can hit record. You guys sent me a pre-record form that had me ask all of these questions, my headshot, my social profiles, <laughs> right? This is what you got to do, right? And if you as a business do the same thing, that yeah. front end yeah. shows how prepared and organized you are with just a podcast. Yeah. Can you imagine what we can do for you with my business, yeah. right? And so we teach all of that stuff too, so because awesome. it's so vitally important for people to understand the power of this medium. Yes. Yeah. B by the way, we're going to leave all the links right below. Mm -hmm. Matt and I had a conversation last week and uh, I took a peek. I, 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 mm -hmm. I'm guilty. I haven't, I haven't, you know, head first yet but i i dipped my toe and it, it was awesome it was so good it looked it looked incredible and those are all the resources that for example like as i was like scanning through it i'm like man this would have been so awesome when we had the porn set uh you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah go ahead and, and click the link below and i'm like you know it's so awesome again we, we were talking mm -hmm. about like the the abundance because i was explaining i was, I was sharing with you i'm like we might want to go that direction, right? We've had the same comments. We're like, man, uh, this is a cool example, you know, going off of the last episode of, of uh, Manufacturing Serendipity, right? Like we go to this coffee shop that literally, I think this is the first time that you actually see the set because all the conversations we've had in the coffee yeah, shop. Been in the coffee shop, dude. <laughs> Every time I've yeah. to you, you've been hanging out in the shop. Yeah, the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. So the manager is working for like uh, this other company and now we have a call or, or a meeting actually there every Wednesday at 8 a.m., talking about how to set up that podcast because like that's that's the thing right so 
and you were so kind to be like, dude, there's there's enough for everybody. This is so cool. Uh, we just want to continue to connect. And if we can help and serve more people to do this, at the end of yeah. the day, everybody's winning, right? Yeah. Everybody's winning. So, uh, so thank you. Man. I'm going to put this out into the world. Eventually, we're going to do a podcast named Serendipitous Coffee. And we're just going <laughs> to interview random people from the coffee in shop. coffee shops. And we're going to learn all about their stories and their challenges and what makes yeah. them extremely happy. And we're going we're gonna to bring a lot of people to Tears of Joy. I think it's going to be a great podcast. I'm just putting that into the universe. You, you got to crush, crush the pronunciation of the name first. Serendipitous Coffee. <laughs> did, I, I did, did it pass? Yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs okay. up. For- <laughs> it roll off your tongue very well. And that's a great idea. Um, you might want to buy that URL immediately because you did put that out into the universe and I True. guarantee your computer is listening to you right now and yep. you're going to start having all... Anyway, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, no, that's good. Uh, first, I, I'm going to have to learn how to spell that word, but yeah. it's all yeah. good. <laughs> uh, Matt, there, there's something something that you mentioned in there that kind of like went under the radar. I think we picked it up because we've been involved in the world, but you said it's very important having those processes, right? Because the guest gets to see kind of like how detail oriented you are on the front end with a podcast. And then they get, they, they start thinking about it and they start wondering, huh, if they're like this with a podcast, how are they in their business? Right. And where I'm going with this is, that you're talking as your guest turning into your client, your guest turning into, it fits probably the profile of your dream customer, right? And this is probably the the topic that sets our soul on fire because we love building these relationships. And I want to clarify this. The people that we bring to the podcast is not because, oh, they're just a perfect prospect to work with us. First and mainly is because we want to be friends with these people. They're absolutely amazing. They have value to share to the world and the platform provides also a way where we can deliver value to them and it allows to explore for an opportunity. So I'm, I'm curious, can you kind of like deep, uh, dig a little deeper in there on what does it mean? Like, how are you getting these people and, you know, what is the process maybe to turn these people into incredible friends slash customers well friends advocates right so that's Mm. the other thing you know one of the greatest things is when you get people who believe in your product and service so much that they do the selling for you and that's really where i think our system shines the most right it's not just net new business coming in the door fresh new lead it's doing business with existing clients that have already done business with you because that's the most People rarely realize that selling to an existing client is way easier than finding a new one. Um, Bringing in centers of influence, people who refer you business, referral partners, guys, I'm going to refer business to you. There's no way I'm not because we are like-minded business owners. If it's, for instance, if it's a business that we just, I don't know enough about to write content successfully, I've already had great coffee conversations. Mm -hmm. uh, And I'm, you know, I will gladly refer because I want to touch on that and then I'll answer your question. Here's the problem in business today is there are still an old, there's still an old guard that thinks it's pie. That if I give you a piece of pie, I have less pie. So therefore Mm. I'm going to hold all of my stuff together and screw you because it's business and I'm going to run you into the ground. Mm. There's a new school of people. I know I don't look very new school, but there's a new school of thought here that it isn't pie. Look guys, there's more than enough to go around. Why am I not going to help you? 
yeah. right? I don't yeah. understand why. And you have to, by the way, go into podcasting like that and content creation with that abundance mindset. Cause if you don't, you're going to get eaten alive. So the other thing that's really, really important is that your podcast needs to be part of a nurture sequence, mm -hmm. right? So it can't just be, Hey, I'm going to put a podcast out in the world and woohoo, people are going to start beating down my door. Nope. Doesn't happen. Right. First up, nobody's going to listen. Right. Mm -hmm. You actually have to have a system that you have built in order to get somebody from first time subscriber to buying a product or listening to your show or advocating for you. And when you show those kick ass systems right at the beginning, the people are like, well, holy crap, I feel like Matt and his team took really good care of me for just their marketing. Can you imagine yeah, what they yeah. actually do for a living? How much they're going to take care of me? It's just the proofs in the pudding. And I haven't even shown you the pudding yet. You see what I'm saying? So I hope that answers your question a little yes, bit. Yes. A hundred percent. We, we, we illustrate it uh, when we try to explain this, like um, with the, the cookie analogy, right? Like, Hey, you're going to give somebody a cookie when you send that first email, then you're going to give him a second cookie when you say thank you. Then you're going to give him a third cookie when you make this process so easy. And it's not like three pages of questions and like very hard to fill like Google Doc. It's just like five, six questions that, you know, it's super easy to fill out. And then you're going to give another cookie when everything is all set up in the calendar and all they got to do is like click one link and that's it, right? All these cookies, right? And then what happens if they have like six cookies in their hand and you take one, they're probably not going to get mad. And that take one is just an ask. And that, that ask can be like, hey, can you, can you introduce me to maybe other guests of, you know, this certain market, right? And, and that's, by the way, uh, for those listening, that's the secret of how we never run out of guests. We always ask, <laughs> like, hey, do you have two or three people that could be a great fit for the show? And we've never had an issue in these two years of podcasting, right? Like, and then you keep asking for cookies and then you give more cookies, right? And then you gotta just, you gotta figure out like, what are those cookies to your dream guests, to the people that you really wanna connect for us, is content, right? Like we provide content in different ways, right? We send them the, the link of the episode. We review their shows. We do these things that provide a ton of value in their eyes and it builds a relationship. And we do it with like love because at the end of the day, we're human beings and we're building these relationships, not only for the transaction, but who like who knows? We've had people that we've actually showed the system and they're like, this looks incredible, but you know, I have my own team, right? And it's a no. And we're like, that's totally okay. But guess what? They turn around and five months later, they're referring somebody that like, dude, you guys will be a good fit for this. Or they make an introduction and we go speak on page. And it's it's like that. It's pay it forward. Yeah. And it, it's it's such a powerful system. It's such a powerful thing. Yeah. There's a comment that you mentioned towards the beginning of the episode when we were talking about the importance of podcasting. And you mentioned being your own your own self, right? And it, it, it was before Be Your Own Loud that you mentioned. This is kind of like you get to showcase your uniqueness, right? And your uniqueness is part of your advantage. And that has been huge for our show, for Content is Profit, right? We've had so many people that have come to the show and literally after the intro, they have a reaction somewhat similar to you, right? You're like, oh man, I'm red, I'm blushing. And some people are like, man, I love the energy. This is absolutely amazing, right? And guess what? We know that we need to, we're always in the mindset of we can improve and we can always do better, right? Yes, we can do better interviews. We can do uh, better uh, post-show process and whatnot. But we focus on being ourselves during the show and we come off with this amount of energy and, like my brother said, love. Like, let's build this awesome relationship. 
And we've had a lot of people that they feel so connected to us because of the experience, right? And then, of course, we try to take care of them after the the main experience as well, which is kind of like what you're talking about, right? That, that process. So I want to encourage people as well to, just like you said, be your own loud, lean into your uniqueness. How can you make this process so you, so you, exactly, just that, so you, that your guest becomes extremely excited to hang out more with you, right? Like you said, they want to be an advocate. So can you guide us a little bit? Can you give us like a teaser of what is maybe some of the the steps? We're, and we're, we're, we're running close to the end here. Uh, we can dive in for, 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 for way longer, but can you give us a teaser a little bit of what are some of those steps that maybe you include in Pod Rocket that you're teaching people in the okay. Pod Rocket Academy so they can potentially, you know, maybe start thinking on how they can market their podcast. And I'm going to encourage them already to go and check out Pod Rocket and obviously subscribe and learn from, from the best. So uh, this this is something. So for B two B, what you want to do is is everybody just grab a quick piece of paper, and I want you to write down your top twelve favorite clients. Now these don't necessarily need to be the people who buy the most from you or ever, but the names of your top twelve favoriteest, favoriteest, favoriteest clients. All right, and then after you write down those twelve names, what you're gonna do is you're gonna write down what you actually know about them outside of the transactions that you have. So maybe mm. they love hiking, soccer, uh, football. Maybe they love uh, sailing or wine, or maybe they have private jets, right? Whatever it is. So what you're going to do is then you're going to pick up the phone. Now I know this is old school or communicate with them. However you do Snapchat and whatever you need to do, but go ahead and reach out to them and say, Hey, I know that you love this. Who is your, who do you know that knows a lot about this that you would love for me to interview for my show? So I'm going to use wine because wine's really easy and people can really sink their teeth into it, right? So let's say that you have the greatest wine sommelier or dealer that you buy expensive wine from, right? Uh, rich people do this crap all the time, right? <laughs> and so what you do is you say, okay, well, her name is Josephine. So, hey, would you introduce me to Josephine? You call up Josephine and you say, hey, look, I want to interview you for my show. By the way, I work with financial services people or I work with rich people. And so they are going to love you. And I want to ask you about wine. All I want to talk about is wine. All right. And then you go back to your client and say, hey, I was able to land Josephine on the show. What questions do you want me to ask Josephine? So now I've got total 100% buying from one of my top 12 clients. I do the show. All right. So I do the show. I interview Josephine. We talk about wine. I sound really smart. She sounds unbelievably intelligent. Shows kick ass. We're done. Post-production. When it's in post-production, then you call that client back up or message them or text them, whatever you're going to do, and say, I have a favor to ask. It's the principle of reciprocity. I just got done interviewing Josephine. The show is going to go live on this date. Would you share that show with 20 people who love wine as much as you do? It's not about you being a business owner. It's not you about hawking your financial services, your insurance products, your HVAC units. It's about wine. It's about something that is really a passion of that person. And what that allows you to do is gain access to 20 of their top people. And I guarantee you, you're going to make money from it. Mm, I love that. This is such a unique point. I've never heard this one before. 
and I it's so good. Yeah, it's it, it's amazing. I can already see the the value yeah. from it, and it is a great action point, honestly. By the way, for those that maybe tuned out, like I mean, kind of sucks, but go back to the minute forty nine, <laughs> re, like rewind minute forty nine, go in there and re listen to this whole thing, and uh, again. Listen to Matt, take a piece of paper and write these steps down because this, this is so, so powerful. That's what I was doing. Yeah. That's why I was so quiet. The, the, <laughs> this is the perfect action point. Matt, we always ask, you know, what is one action point that somebody can take to move one step forward? And I think this is it, right? Uh, this for, is more like 10 steps forward. <laughs> like, this is so good. Yeah, this is a huge leap forward. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. This is absolutely amazing. Yeah. I'm, Personally, I'm going to revisit this and see how we can potentially include this in, inside of our process. We'll, we'll share the results, Matt. We'll share it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, we got another question for you. Usually we have those those two questions towards the end. Um, but where would you be if you didn't publish? Where, where would, what do you mean, where would I be if I didn't publish? If you didn't create content, if you didn't have a podcast, where would you be? Yeah, I, I, I would... I wouldn't have a job. I mean, you want to really get brass tacks, dude. I'll tell you, I'd be broke, right? I mean, the fact that we've built our entire multi-million dollar business off of a podcast uh, and sharing content and interviewing great guests, I don't know where I'd be. Uh, I'd probably still be a mediocre practice management consultant, you know, making okay money and having it be more of a lifestyle business than really helping free the world's experts from the torment of sales and helping uh, an industry that has such a horrible name and people look at financial advisors as these terrible people but what they don't realize is 99 of them are unbelievable humans who truly just want to help and what we want to do is get their voice out into the marketplace yeah. to help you as the people who just live who don't know what they do gain access to their brilliance and hopefully make better financial decisions that's the ultimate goal that's why i am where i would be uh, it's it's just not pretty, guys. Yeah, I mean, why you got to take me there? I don't I don't even know if I really want to think about that anymore because that's <laughs> really freaking depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Motivation. That's why I'm at. Now you're you're you're, you're gonna you know we're, we're gonna say goodbye here and you're gonna get back to where you're like let's go time to crush. <laughs> uh, my, you know what you just did? Uh, you just inspired someone to go yeah. and take the leap and go execute on this I thing. So, like, man. and this is why we do it because mm -hmm. like it's. It's not just us, man. Like this, like we say every single episode is every single person that comes in here, and it's like just the proof that everybody needs like start your own platform. And at the beginning, you know, full circle, we mentioned maybe it's not podcasting at first, but it's some right. kind of creation, right? We obviously recommend podcasting because it's a medium where you can leverage and you can like take advantage of many, many aspects of like the content creation part because it's your base content. There's technical side. I mean, go to the academy, right? Uh, give us a call, send us a DM, and we can share a bunch of examples of what you can do with a podcast episode but the very first thing is that pillar which is the relationship which is so cool so awesome so thank you for inspiring uh the contents profit fam yeah where can people find you where can people connect with you where can people sign up for the pod rocket academy so podrocketacademy.com is where you want to go there. Proudmouth.com is our website. Uh, I'm old school. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, that's where I live just because that's where my ideal prospects are. So if you guys want to have just unbelievable free content uh, that really will help you learn how content is profit if you follow me on linkedin we talk about it all the time so Love awesome it. thank I you man guys scroll click all the links follow him connect with him uh you know already what to do give him a call hey matt 
uh, what's your your favorite beer trimmer? I want to inter <laughs> interview them, right? <laughs> Matt, did, didn't awesome. I ask you about the secret on the beard like the first time we met? Like we're like, dude, you how? how? Right <laughs> and you were you were asking because yours is not like your brother's. There, I mean, uh, my, mine is non-existent. <laughs> like there's no beard. <laughs> Let's just put it as it is. <laughs> It's it's all about oil, man. That's what it is. All right, I'm, I'm gonna get to to get a, Matt. You're gonna have to send me the your oil of preference. There, there, there's homework for Matt. Matt, you gotta send us a pelican cases. Hey, I'm up for that, dude. Yeah, yeah pel pelican I'll, cases and the oil, the oil for the beer. Yeah, I'll take a picture of the pelican case for you guys today, so you can see my my setup. So absolutely. So awesome. Dude, thank Matt, you so much. Anything else you want to add before we head out? No, guys, thanks for doing this. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Thanks for helping people realize that creating unbelievable content is the way for them to grow their business and grow their overall persona. There needs to be more of us out there that have a great process like you guys do. So so thanks for killing it for your clients. And I hope you guys just take over the world, man. Thank, Thank you, man. You. means a lot. We'll take over together. Let's do this. <laughs> the pie is huge. The pie is huge. Uh, this There's is pie for everybody. That's right. Yeah. Fonzi, anything else you want to add? uh just like i just kind of want to add a little bit to what matt was saying here right is podcasting is such a great tool for growth even if not in the business sense just like if you're interested in just growing as a person just be becoming a better version version of yourself and i know this sounds so cliche but podcasting is such a great way to do it because you There's something magical that happens when you put your thoughts into words and when you connect with incredible people and they get to share their world with you. So I want to thank everybody that tuned in today. Thank you, Matt, so much for sharing your story, sharing your, your well, we, how we call them, hashtag golden boulders. They were absolutely amazing. And I mean, I'm pretty sure we're going to have you here for a second for a second <laughs> yeah. time. Oh, we're going to keep talking or maybe we'll do a live show. I think that would be hey. pretty epic, too. At the coffee shop. We talked about the coffee shop. Being <laughs> at the coffee shop. Hey, yeah. we got to make it happen. <laughs> awesome, guys. With that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at BizBrosco. That is right. And if Matt here help you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode and, and follow it. See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs>